The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Go team of the senior bowl. Is that what he said? <laughs> it sounds like. <laughs> it's advertising. Uh-huh. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, this is advertising. <laughs> Ah, yes. Here we are. It's another Victory Monday, and this is a Victory Monday unlike any other Victory Monday in the history of the Dallas Cowboys. Well, we'll say 20 years ago. 20 years ago. (laughs) From inside the SWBC podcast studio at the beautiful Star in Frisco, Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola wearing his Cowboys blue with a star over his heart today. The earth is back on its axis. (laughs) That's right, baby. Everything's back to normal the way it should have been. And, uh, you know, I, I, my picks to click suck so much. <laughs> yeah, but, but look, I think I'm you looking, got the score right. I, no, no, that was B. William that got 41 to 40, 17. 41 to 17. I w- yes. wish I was more bold with my prediction. And then uh, I, was I believe you had Jordan Lewis. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Who yes, had Jordan Lewis in here? Nobody. Yes, yeah. pick the click. I had Michael Gallup, and on the first play I said, I wish I had CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you don't pick CD. Uh-huh. I, had, I think I had Zeke, but at least got, got two touchdowns. You had Zeke and uh, your, your, your Michael Parsons. And Michael Parsons yeah, was pretty yep. strong. And I had Kellen Moore as my honorable What I had Kellen as my honorable mention. Yeah, I had Kellen. And I had uh, J. Ron Curse and yeah. I thought J. Ron would be on pits, but I saw Diggs on pits uh, a lot. To start the game for sure. They started that sure way. Did. Well, they started not covering them at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you planned all week and you for did this. this. Right. <laughs> and I figured he had three catches for 52 yards in the first, uh, and there was five minutes to go in, in the quarter. And then after that, he had one catch for 80 yards. Eight. Eight yards. That's it. So four for 60. Mm-hmm. I got to say, sometimes uh, the team makes it easier for us. I didn't think they coached well at all. Well, you know what they didn't do? You know, Vic Fangio screwed him. He didn't leave the blueprint in right. the visitor's that, locker room. That's what it was. It's his he fault, didn't man. He didn't take it with him. And he didn't take it with him. No, and he, he did not take it with him. And he forgot <laughs> the blueprint on that's Sunday, right. too, for the Eagles. That's right. Blueprint my. Uh, yeah, blueprint. Your what? My. <laughs> blueprint my butt. Well, it was a fun Sunday. It really was. Well, it was. And when you were talking about score predictions, I was thinking, well, they outscored mine in the first Man, half. I swear. In the second quarter, I think. I had, I had 
What did I have? Thirty-one. You had thirty twenty-seven. You had it much. I had a uh, close closer game. than that. You got them written down over there. You yeah, remember? I, I have written down because Secretary you, you know, no, no, you guys, <laughs> y'all ignore my accomplishments, and I'm going to start documenting <laughs> my stuff because you guys are media, and you always just kind of step over me. Did you have three interceptions down? I did not have three, but I, 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 I once again, I, timing is horrible. I said, you know what? I'm not going to pick Diggs to get one this time because every time I pick him to get one, he doesn't get one. Did you see where in the last time they had three? Corners, interceptions in a game? No. 85? 88. 88. 88. That was a horrible year. You had one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was probably my only one that year. Manny Hendricks wow. had one. And Robert Williams had one. God, that is, that's really going down there. You right? Know what I mean, that's, that's remembering some way. And it was against... Washington. The Redskins. Yes. Well, well, at that time, the Redskins, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. And that reminded, because somebody said, well, do you remember who the guys were? So I said, well, Walls, Robert Williams, and then I was thinking, thinking, and somebody finally, I think Nick said, Manny Hendricks. Manny uh-huh. Hendricks. And, 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 and so uh, Dave Hellman said, so were, you were probably at that game. And I'm going – what game was it? Like game 15 of the season? Yeah. 88? No, I was not there because the Cowboys season basically was over by yeah. then because you went into that it game. It was over by <laughs> it was, it was 2 three and 13. Two, yeah. It was over by Halloween. So in that game, you were, you were two, and, 2 and 12, yes. right? And the Times-Herald sent me to cover Philadelphia – and it might have been Philadelphia and the Giants. It was a big NFC East game. You mean a winning team. Yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> to see who was going to win the division, right? And so that that had been the last game I had missed uh, until the, the the first game of the 2018 so season. So then you were – And Michael Irvin, that was his coming out game. Remember? That's when he toasted Daryl Green for almost 200 yards. Yeah. Now I remember. Two touchdowns. Yes. And he had gone through the season That was his from, first game back from, from his ACL. Ankle. He had, was, no, ankle. Was it ankle? He had an yeah. ankle most of the year. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a while since three God. corners I'm glad they brought interception. up – Of all the games that year – that was the only good game that we had. Yeah, you won. Yeah, we won. We were two and fourteen that year. <laughs> no, three and thirteen. Three and thirteen. Three, three and thirteen. Yeah. yeah, don't cheat yourself. Hey, mm-hmm. man, don't worry. That was the third win. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> and the most important loss of that season was the last loss, right? Uh, yes, because mm-hmm. that got the first pick. In yeah, the that got draft. Troy Aikman here. The most important win of that season was a Green Bay win in the last week of the season. That's right. That's right. That God, got Green Bay. That got that. that got Troy Aikman to Dallas. That got Troy Aikman to so Dallas. We won? And did we, win? did we win? We lost, but we Green won. Bay won. But, but we, we won. won. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's right. And they end up with. You're uh, welcome, Cowboy fans. <laughs> and the Packers. Packers ended up with Tony Mandrich. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they eventually was, wound up with Brett Favre, but it was yes. several years later. Yes. Well, and and the funny thing was, is the Cowboys were playing coy at that time in '89. 
Jimmy wasn't going to say, yeah, we're taking Aikman and and Jerry was playing along with them and you know and Jimmy started throwing out this BS about well yeah this Mandrich guy is pretty darn good and we're looking at him like are you serious we ain't, we ain't falling for that right yeah right they signed they signed Aikman before the draft even started so we you knew the Cowboys were taking Aikman before drafting you know the Falcons kind of looked like the 89 Cowboys yesterday I'll tell you what, my line in my column, not 88, 89. That would be the one in 15. They wish they could have left at halftime. And at least by the end of the third quarter. You could see it. They, they wish they would have left with about five minutes left in the second quarter. I'll tell you what. <laughs> the, you know, things the old, went downhill in a hurry. The line, the old Eagles line in Hotel California, you can check out, but you can never leave. They, never leave. <laughs> they had checked out. Yeah. You know, when I was looking at the Falcons last week, I was sitting there going. Against the Saints. Well, not, not, was the Saints? Just looking at their stats ah. and their play. You know, I'm like, how is this team four and four? I mean, if you their their numbers on defense, their leading uh, sack guy had two sacks, and they were there were several there were three that were tied with two sacks. They released one of them. <laughs> I think they had two picks all season. I mean, and then you just look at their running situ, running back situation. Which it's is by necessity they were right. having to play Cordero Patterson right. at running back, and and without Ridley, and I was. How in the world is this team four and four? And I, I'm really wondering it now. Well, I think and their we schedule were, was bad. They, they won over. Right. But I think we were looking at, well, we knew Matt Ryan could sling the ball around, so you got to worry about that. You got to worry about Cordero Patterson. Patterson, who ends up with four rushes for 25 yards, and he had one catch for 14 yards so he had 39 yards on five touches we're sitting there worrying about how they gonna, who's going to cover that guy right uh, and then and then it was Ryan and then the the tight end and then the tight end yeah. Kyle Pitts who started off the game like okay here we go and he had three catches for 52 yards like i said you know with about 5 minutes left in the first quarter and then he had one more catch the rest of the game and he doesn't play every down I, I was watching. I go, well, where's number eight? And they had a true tight end in there when they wanted to run the ball. Their game plan was horrible. It just really was. It's almost as if they let off the gas for us. They got the field goal. And, uh, you know, of course, I, we drove down first uh, drive, opening drive. We got the seven. But then when they got their three, after that, they just seemed to just shut it down. Like, okay, we're good. We, we, we go down score again, 14-3. And that was it. After and, and, their first two possessions – they had 10 more possessions. Six of them were three and out. And one was two and out. It was at the end of the and half. And the, their, their play calling was extremely inconsistent. If I would have still gone on with Cordell Patterson. That's all you have. I would have tried to get the ball to him as much as possible. And he disappeared. Along with the tight end, which both of them disappeared. I don't understand it. And then Hyrulahu. He negated his 
kickoff returns. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, his most important role that he had was kicking it through. And the you know what? And and that was what Mike he booted that thing. Mike McCarthy was worried about the kickoff. He mm-hmm. booted that and thing. And he had a Boy. touchback on every one of them. I mean, you could see him laying into it. He's jumping mm-hmm. off. I mean, there was no smooth get off. No, he was banging that. Made thing. all his extra points. And that's to say something. Remember, it's a 33-yard yes, extra is. point. How many experienced kickers this year have missed At least missed one when you yes. got to try five, That's right? right. And he had, uh, what was it? It Was it seven kickoffs? Yeah, seven kickoffs, all for touchdowns. And only one was ugly, and I think it was the Touchbacks. one to start the second. Yeah. What did I say, touchdowns? Yes. Touchbacks, <laughs> yeah. And only one was ugly. I think it, it felt like the they one. were touchdowns. <laughs> they were yeah, sailing through right, the end zone. Right. Right. It was successful. That was successful. <laughs> and don't you just love it when our coach goes for it on fourth down? Yeah. Yes, it's right. So what are you doing? <laughs> no, you know what I love? Our goal line. The goal line. We had there was no there was no drama except for that one stupid play call. Kellen, <laughs> just stop trying to be cute, man. Was that we the, need one? Yeah, the pitch. When Dak ended up throwing it out there to Zeke just to just to get rid of it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. just to get rid of it, which was a stupid. And call that's what I said. Run the ball. Run the ball, man. Zeke is like he's salivating in the back. So field, here's man. what happens. So you go from going on fourth down the week before, mm-hmm. 0 for four. Mm-hmm. This time you go three for three. You know, and, and and when I was writing, I go, oh, what a difference uh, a week makes. And I said, no, what a difference a half makes. That's it. Right? And a half, they had 36 points, 36 to 3. The biggest lead they've had at halftime since 1971. Was it 71? They were against the Jets. 50 they were years ago. 35. That's right. They were up 35. <laughs> you remember that game. I do remember that game. That's right. That's right. He was there. It was like 52 to all Yeah, it, it, it was. It was yeah. 52 to. See, I told you I remembered it without <laughs> even looking it up. You were good. So yeah. now, so now uh, I say when we look at the Broncos game, you know, it was too bad to look at. To me, this game, too good to look at. It really is. I mean, I wouldn't take it, you know, I'd take it with a grain of salt. But this is what this team should have done. Right? And, and to and me, last that's week, status they quo. didn't do what they should have t- So done. to me, it's status quo. Right. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to put too much into this win because I know that this is how this is where we're supposed to be. This wipes off last week's right. uh, aberration. How do you spell it, Bill? That's it. <laughs> a B, B, B E B. No, it's just one B <laughs> in aberration. And two R's. That's uh-huh. right. And there there's, you one, go. there's one B in blueprint, That's too. That's it, baby. And yeah. they, they left it in the locker room. They... So I, like I said. You know, you can you can feel good about this game, but this is how we're supposed to win. See, and that's two out of three now because the defense played well against Minnesota. That's right. And they went ahead and played well against mm-hmm. in this game. As a matter of fact, extremely well. They did. You know, uh, you know that de- that offense wasn't all that bad, and they had the you know the potential, and they just shut them down uh, with the interceptions. Which, by the way, that's number eight. And by the mm. way, that was a hell of an interception. It was. It was. Because right. it was he a came right on him in a hurry. But he came off his guy to get over there. Well, well, he was, but he was getting, as he was getting over there, he's headed towards this particular point. I don't know what Ryan was thinking. It was a horrible pass. It's like he was trying to throw it to Diggs, but even a bad pass to Diggs. I didn't know if he and underthrew the guy that was behind him. He, uh, yeah, he underthrew. I think they or overthrew that guy. one or underthrew the other. I don't know if there was anybody back there, but to be that quick. 
to be able to stop because he was going full speed for a particular point over there. Maddie throws it here. He stops and 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 just quickly up in the air. And that wasn't he wasn't just off the ground. He was up off the ground. And to make that catch while doing all of that, that's tough to do. So I mean, that's and it stuck. It stuck in his hand. That's eleven career picks in his first twenty five games. So he's one of seven guys that's to all. have accomplished that. That's all. Yeah, because you had 15. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you were one of seven. Yeah, that's yeah. another one. We're just letting the world let them know, know okay? baby. Let them know. One of seven guys to have mm-hmm. 11, at least 11 picks in the first give, 25 give me games. Do you have them all? Do you have them all? The, the players? Oh, I didn't see who. Oh, the other, okay. No, okay. I, I didn't. That would have been interesting. And that ties Everson Walls. <laughs> Bishop, he got 20 interceptions in 20 games. Let's not forget that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Bishop. Darn Bishop. He, he had an interception every game in his career. In his career. So the, <laughs> the eighth pick, the eighth, eight picks already uh, uh, in the first nine games uh, ties Everson Walls for the most picks in the first nine games. Did they? They you didn't say that eight, on the TV broadcast. Well, what's I'm, happening I'm there? I'm telling you, because Everson had or somebody else. Uh, Everson had eight, have on TV with him. Uh, he had uh, eight and eight games in '81, uh, and then seven in nine games in '82 strike season. Yeah, no, and that you was the, the whole season in there too. <laughs> uh, the I didn't playoffs? count the playoffs. Okay, you got a couple in a in a playoff game in '81. That's right. So. But they don't. They don't count playoff games. Yeah, I don't know. Well, why. not for regular season. Mm, they should statistics. But baseball does. Right? No, they don't. They no. don't. No, okay. they don't. But it, they're more important games than regular season games. I don't understand Man, why you, you don't ain't count lying, them. Bro. Well, that's another category. Mm-hmm. It is, but you could have most an picks, overall most category. picks in playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, he only needs three more in seven games. Where how many were you at? Nine and seven in in eight games. He needs My son called more. that one. He said. You know, you can just tell because they were so incompetent. He was like, man, they're going to try to throw the ball to Diggs. <laughs> so he left the room. I don't know what happened. He left the room. And sure enough, when he got it, I had to yell to the back of the house. So, yeah. Well, how about you, Anthony Brown's interception? Well, I was just going to say, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen an interception that the guy defends the pass, tips it up in the air, and then grabs it himself. So it's contagious. What's the, what's the stat on that? Uh, 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 uh. I don't know. Does it get both? A, yeah, right. <laughs> a PBU, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And a pick. And then even even Jordan Lewis's one, it was deflected, and he makes That's the MVP right there. For yeah. The mm-hmm. yeah. 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 All right. Let's uh, discuss more of that yeah, when that we sense. come back here on Mix Shots in just a moment. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United Ag and Turf, the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. 
Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Back, back. Hey, did you guys know the Dallas Cowboys take on the Chiefs in Kansas City on Sunday, November 21st at 3.25 p.m.? Join Cowboys Nation at one of two free watch parties presented by Miller Lite. Head to AT&T Discovery District or Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium to watch the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders' performances. Meet the Dallas Ky- Cowboys alumni. <laughs> Hang with Rowdy and more. Pre-game celebrations begin at 1 p.m. at AT&T Discovery District and 2 p.m. at Miller Lighthouse. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash watch party. And by the way, Free parking at both sites and a hundred and four foot TV, or I guess it's a wall they're going to project the game on at the at the AT and T uh, district in downtown Dallas. Really? Yes. Hmm, that's nice. All right, that is kind of nice. like a college atmosphere. So is that right? is that where they have the the big ball? Maybe they have the big ball right there. Is that where it is? You said downtown in the, Dallas? In the, the AT&T, AT&T district. district. I don't know where that is. But I don't I, I do, There's a, it's do you remember they the, had that big eyeball there that people go and walk in front of it, right? Oh, that might I think that's that where might it be. is. Well, off got of Main this, Street? Is off of Main? Yes, and that's it's it. a big uh, kind of two-street deal where yeah. there's a, a, a like a garden yes, in that's the it. middle there. That's it. You that is it. hang out on that the lawn. There's a bunch of restaurants. No, they had this big old eye up there. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That's it. So something new. That's cool. All right, I like that. Yeah, that was cool. Don't go on that street doing the game. Woo, what a great week this is. This, I mean, you got a Cowboy forty-three to three win, and they're going to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, a Chiefs team that got back on track on Sunday night, scoring over forty points themselves in the, and most of it in the second half. It was a seventeen mm-hmm. fourteen game in the third, and then they mm-hmm. took off and won forty-one to fourteen over the Raiders. So plenty to talk about this week. Yes. And I'm sure at some point it'll be brought up that, what, 60 years ago, these two teams were in Dallas, Texas, right? That's true. The mm-hmm. Hunt brothers, right? Is the Hunt brothers or just the Hunt family? The Hunt family? Hunt. The Hunt family was... I thought he said the Hunt brothers. No, the Hunt, <laughs> Hunt brothers. They play for the Preston Road Hunt. Trophy. Yeah. 
They did. Preston Road. Still do, don't they? The Joneses and the Hunts. Oh, they still do, yes. Absolutely. I don't know about the Preston Road trophy. Because uh, the Joneses and the Hunts, I guess. Both lived off of Preston Preston Trail, Preston Road. The story was that Lamar started with Jerry. Yeah, yeah. and it was some goofy-looking trophy And the first time that Kansas City played Dallas after Jerry bought the team, uh, they just – the, the families just played for there was a trophy they made or something yes. and and so if Dallas won Jerry got to keep the trophy if Kansas City won Lamar it's a birdhouse it's a birdhouse okay it's a birdhouse I was gonna say it had something to do with a bird so. okay. yeah that right. sounds like La- a lot to do Lamar with Hunt's yeah. nickname was Games and he always felt like he had to play for something so they lived pretty much a block away from each other on Preston and then the Road. winner would put the trophy in the in the picture window of the front of the house so you can drive by and cute, cute, cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Lamar said I'll put it in my window so you can See, drive only, by and look only, at it. only learn that stuff on mix shots <laughs> yeah that's very inf- important information <laughs> I have a couple Thank you stories on this trophy oh, uh, Chris, we'll do better Chris, next time people yes. Chris Beam knows all about it alright uh, so we were starting talking about the defense and uh, the secondary play and the picks and uh, you mentioned Jordan Lewis off the top, and your MVP for this game. MVP for the game. Not only did he make the pick, he also had two knockdowns. Three. Three, but two consecutive yes, yes. Uh, knockdowns Back-to-back plays. that really helped us uh, you know, solidify things. Let's not take any play for granted, guys, because as we've noticed here, there are games that start off as blowout. We, we end up as blowouts that we say, uh, just like the other game we mentioned, uh, Kansas City, well, it was kind of close there for a minute, mm-hmm. and then they blow out, they get 40 points. Well, initially that game was a little bit tight, and there are plays and players like Jordan Lewis that can make that difference for that particular play and keeps the momentum going because who's to say, just like we missed Uh, didn't go for field goals and missed fourth downs twice. It changed everything for the game at that time and for – Went on for the rest of the game. So here's the same thing could happen, could have happened if Jordan Lewis doesn't make those plays. You just never know. Here's where Everson's talking about the uh, the Falcons seven to three um, made a field goal with uh, eight twenty four left in the first quarter. The Cowboys went three and out. The Falcons get the ball and they drive to the Cowboys thirty two yard line. Um, second and seven, Cowboys blitz and Colston uh, bats the ball incomplete. Nice play. Third and seven at the 32, uh, and they had Pitts lined up wide by himself, and Matt Ryan throws to Pitts, and Jordan Lewis breaks up the pass, and a lot of it had to do with Parsons taking away the running back because he was looking at the running back, and then he threw. And now it's fourth and seven, and they said, no, we're not kicking a field goal. We're going for it. And Everybody else does. Lewis breaks up the pass, and Cowboys get the ball. And the rest of the game was history. That's right. Because the Cowboys came back and they faced a fourth down, and they made it. It was fourth and five at the thirty-three. I don't know if they didn't trust Hyrulehu. Uh, that is very Hyrulehu. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's not Hallelujah. 
and and uh, they went for it on fourth and five at the thirty-three. And C.D. Lamb uh, runs a deep out. Nice. Uh, Is that when the guy was hanging on to his jersey? Twenty-one yards in the first. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thirty-five. To, he beat thirty-five. Was that? Uh, that was. Um, Avery Will he wore that guy. Yes, they tried did. to cover him in the <laughs> yeah. slot. Yeah. Give me a break. Don't put your third. Well, you can say that almost every week for anyone that tries to cover our wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, and, you really And could. see, and that was one of the benefits of having Gallup outside. You put CD in the slot, and now he's against the third corner. And the the second or first, I don't know, Morrow, he could Gallup was killing this cornerback. Yeah, he couldn't, yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't cover go either. He could have gotten him deep or short. It didn't really matter. So the Cowboys ended up going on, scoring a touchdown after that fourth down. See, conversion. and that's the swing right there. And that was the swing that's in the, the game. swing. And now it's 14-3 with 13-24 left in the second quarter. And we could easily say, nah, it's the Falcons. Just like we could have said last week, oh, it's the Broncos. Right. You know, anything could have happened at that moment if he doesn't knock that down. We don't make our fourth down. Still 7-3. They get the ball back. They could score or a field goal or a touchdown. So many things could happen and gotten away from us just the way it got away from us last week. And, you know. Don't and, take any play for granted. And, and you know, we you talked about the Falcons. Well, they're not this or that. But they were 4-4. Four and four, mm-hmm. And in the playoff picture, they were the seventh team. They would have been the last wild And card. they beat the division leader at the time yeah. uh, in the Saints so, last week. And they didn't lose any ground to Tampa Bay yesterday. No, they either. did not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about that NFC East? Man, right? that's uh-huh. crazy. That tr- Went three and zero. Wait, no okay. more making fun of the East. Okay. Let's look at the NFC uh, South. South with the Packers, right? Uh, no, the no, Packers. no, that'd be the North. Let's look at the Packers. Yeah, the, the NFC North. Mm-hmm. I'm not they're playing some defense. They were there. very fortunate to win that. It was well, three they're, they're to nothing. Very average as a as a as a division. They're very average. I think under the Packers, uh, the highest all, win is three wins. That's no, right. They're four. All, they're, well, they're all under five hundred. Yeah. yeah, the rest are under five. The rest uh-huh. under five hundred. And they're talking about the hey, NFC but East. Detroit got a tie. Mm-hmm. Wow, is that crazy? 16-16. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And the Packers, they struggled. Right, it's three to nothing midway through the fourth quarter. Now they finished at seventeen, but. Three let, let, I wanted to say something about, yeah, and I'm, yeah, I am beating a dead horse, but in, in regards to Rodgers' leadership on this team, they've lost two games. Mm-hmm. Two games. Eight and two. First game of the year against the Saints. Right. Rodgers never showed Clobber. up for offseason, preseason. Yeah. Uh, maybe that week of practice was the only time he came through, right? And lost and 38 played, to nothing. And it was because of his bad play. He was throwing crap all over the place. He looked like he hadn't had practice. It's Aaron Rodgers, so it doesn't take long to right the ship. The next week, boom, everything's back to normal. He wins, what, six in a row as a starter? Yeah, and then they, mm-hmm. they got beat. Uh... And because of, because of his, you know, COVID ignorance. Right. Uh, uh, missed that game. Missed that game. So that's the second game they lost. They've only lost two games. Every, team, every game he has started, they have won. So they could have actually been undefeated if he comes in and acts like a leader that he should act like. But he was misty-eyed. That's right. Yeah, misty-eyed. Oh, you love winning. Whatever. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm just saying, giving him credit, but also letting letting you know just because you have that ability as a leader to make a, a, a statement or whatever you're trying to make, that doesn't mean you have to. And when it comes to this team, you have cost them two losses. 
as a leader of this team, you cost them directly two losses, and now you're you're in a dogfight with everyone else, Cowboys, everybody else at the top, when you could have been sitting alone at the top. So you thought the Falcons would have liked to have left at halftime yesterday? Yes, I or think so. Or maybe how about two thirds of the way through the game? Would they have liked to leave? Yes, I think I'd like to leave two thirds of the way through this show. <laughs> ah, nice transition. I've got to. I got to run. What a what a what a what, what a segue! What a segue! <laughs> but Bill, gonna, Bill's he's not leaving. Sneak on out of here, uh-huh. man. He's yeah. not leaving because he's losing. Okay. No, no we're man. winning. That's we're winning. Right. That's, That's right. right. That's we the best winning. way to leave as a winner. He just lost something. I lost something. I have to go home and get. <laughs> okay, to do my we other will, job. We will carry on. Okay, and after this, Mix Shots returns in a moment. Without you. <laughs> Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit United unitedagandturf.com back, back to mixed shots give the gift of the cowboys this season with the Dallas Cowboys United membership presented by Globe Life it's the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate cowboys fan membership starts at just $20 and include an exclusive fan pack, and VIP member experiences. Tis the season. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to get yours today. I had to slow that thing down, make sure I got it right. <laughs> Indeed, this is the season, this right? This is the As season. we return to mix shots here on DallasCowboys.com in the SWBC podcast studio. Drop the mortgage. Everson Walls, Mickey Spagnola. We had to boot Bill Jones out of here. 
before we talked about college football. No, we're going to talk behind his back. Oh, man. Give me a break, man. (laughs) He better be glad he got out of here. I was so mad at Oklahoma. But they let me down like this every year. This this was their chance. This was it. You could have moved up. I mean, First of all, I thought they should have moved up. Well, they better be careful. Week. They just make the Big 12 playoff game. So this week is Oklahoma State, right? Yeah. So they, would they play them? They wouldn't play them twice. It's in Norman. So I'm saying. Well, they could. They could. They could play them now and play them in a. They could uh, in the championship game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see how it all stacks out. Yeah, Bill's nervous. All right. So the Cowboys uh, move to seven and two. Have a four-game lead in the NFC mm-hmm. East. Um, the Eagles. What did I? Did the I? The Eagles you have my won standing? four games themselves. Correct. Did I throw you my stand? You didn't throw me anything. Nope. Where did they go? If I you did, I'd catch it. Anyway, yeah, and so, um, but they got a three-game swing coming up. That's going to be very important. Starting As with always, Kansas this time City, of year, right? right? Starting with Kansas City, the Raiders. On Thanksgiving and then at New Orleans the following Thursday. That's a tough stretch, man. So this is that tough stretch of three games in 12 days that they continue to get, uh, you know, tagged with. Uh, and it's by not the just schedule makers. It's not just the, uh, the 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 schedule itself. The strength of the teams. Right. Uh, it's at a high level. And with two of the three games on the road, um, so yeah, this is a, a tough stretch for them. But again. Uh, if you play like they did against Minnesota, if you play like they did against uh, the Falcons, then yeah, you you can compete for this. I'm sure now, after everybody was trashing them last Monday, this Monday, oh, they might be one of the best you know teams what, in the man. NFL. I, I, before I start doing this podcast, I never listened to sports talk radio just because of the reason I'm about to tell you now. There are so many bandwagon guys out there. It is ridiculous. Not only bandwagon, guys. You've got former players who are supposed to be objectively giving their opinion. All of their opinions are slighted by their hate for the Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely. It is ridiculous, man. Yep. I mean, let's just be real. London Fletcher, he's out there. He's got his own podcast. I just heard him as I was going to play golf today at the Cowboys place. And he... He mentioned all of these great teams in the NFC. He mentioned three great teams, Bucks, Packers, Rams. Wasn't crazy about the Cardinals. Didn't even want to say the D word. <laughs> the D word was killing him. And so finally, one of the other commentators was like, hey, London, you're not going to say anything about the Cowboys? He's had a big win. He's harping on Denver still. And he says, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I, play with, I play with Washington, so I can't even say that word. To me, that's doing us a misjustice. Well, all these guys, and they're, they're, they're all like. They're all like right? that. If you think about some of the guys that always criticize the Cowboys, they're former players. That, and that wanted that to be their, drafted by the Cowboys. Yeah, and got their butts beat. And then their, whole, their entire goal in life for their career, let's see how many times I can beat the Cowboys because I'm mad at them because they didn't draft me. Well, dang, we can't draft everybody. <laughs> and so now you've got these guys giving you slanted information based Based on their own personal uh, grudge against the Cowboys, which I think is kind of like it's a bunch of BS. So let's put this seven and two uh, start in this perspective. It's the 
It's the third best start for a Mike McCarthy head coach team. Mm-hmm. Only the third. Uh, the Packers one year went nine and zero, and one year they went eight and one. Which one was it ended in two thousand? I didn't look that up. I yeah. just saw the nine and zero yeah. and the eight yeah. and one. So this is seven and two is the third best start. So that tells you this is kind of special, right? Now, yeah. obviously, the last time the Cowboys did it was twenty sixteen mm-hmm. when they were on their eleven game uh, winning streak, uh, but uh, and. We'd be remiss if we didn't point out no Demarcus Lawrence, no Randy Gregory, no Neville Gallimore. That's three-fourths of the starters on that (laughs) defensive line, and they shut this team down to three. And I don't care if it was the Detroit Lions. Don't care. They shut them down to three points, right? Don't care. That's Uh, right. And um, the guy we've been waiting on to step up and do something, Dorrance Armstrong, Comes on strong in the game. He gets a sack and a block punt. Oh, that was a heck of a play. That might have been the best effort I've seen from anyone on this team this year, which is saying a lot considering how we've seen Gregory play, considering how we've seen Parsons play on defense. That might be one of the best defensive plays I've seen this year for the Cowboys. The sack or the block punt? The block punt. And, you know, the sack came from they stood him up in the middle the way they were doing Randy Gregory and Parsons, right? That's a big man to be standing up. And, and, you know, they kind of played him that way a little bit in training camp like he was a stand-up outside 3-4 linebacker or whatever. Uh, and I was always like, well, what are they doing? He's too big, but you, think. you think. But in the middle, he came through there. And then on the block punt, if anybody needs a film of the exact technique you're supposed to use to block a punt, because he comes in one-handed, <laughs> made sure he didn't run into the punter and gets the ball. And then we get a little poetic justice because Nashawn Wright who mistakenly touched the <laughs> Whoa, block that's right. <laughs> last week, ends up recovering it I in the end zone. I just thought about that. That yeah. is very cool. That and and very there, cool. there was some stat that was the first time ever that the Cowboys had a defensive end uh, have a sack and a block punt in the same game. Well, we're making all kind of moves this year. Yeah, how about that? That's not the first. first that we but had. he came in there. You know, it looked like, you know, the, oh, I don't know if they're – it looked like the Falcons had a chance to recover it in the end zone. would have mm-hmm. been a safety. Yeah. Uh, but he comes sliding in there and recovers it. So, you know, and it's good almost on as him. If, it's almost as if he didn't want to – Touch it outside. He's going to brush it in. He kind of slid on in because if he catches it here right. and a guy touches him as he's sliding, then they might put it at the one-yard line. And then our other worry was the offensive line, mm-hmm. right? Did with another week of practice help Lael Collins and uh, Terrence Steele? Well, yes, it did. Yeah, right. It did. Now they put the two tight ends over on either side quite a I bit. I saw that. <laughs> uh, but still, they were you know they were on their own, and uh, you know they did a heck of a job. Um, How many rushing yards did we have? Uh, they only had that was the like surprising thing. Like one fifty or so. Right? No, no. That was the surprising statistic in the game because when I went to look to see, I figured Zeke had about seventy or eighty yards. Uh-huh. He had forty-one. That's right. Pollard had forty-two, so yep. they rushed for one hundred and fourteen yards. Okay, but it was very timely. That's yes. right. They set us up for third and shorts, right? Or they got the first down, or they got the touchdown. That's on right. Goal for you know one yard, two yard. And runs. see, let's just be real. All of this is just dress rehearsal because we're going to need Zeke. 
in January. Love Pollard, man. Pollard's going to be still a great change of pace for us. But when we start talking about how we're going to need Zeke in January, I want him to continue along his pace. Take your time. Nobody's looking for 1,500-yard rushing season. I just want him to be ready to move the chains for us. And he almost that 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 trick play. Oh man! I mean, he almost gets in. He sure did. And then they get a BS holding call on Noah Brown on the beautiful uh, play by Kellen Moore. Yes. Right? Yeah. Design that. that sucker. Oh my goodness! And then you're thinking, going, oh, I should have saved that. Even the comment. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, I tell you what he's saving. You know what he's saving? Right. C.D. Lamb. Right. C.D. Lamb is going to throw a touchdown sometime in an important game this year. He's got one of the best. No arms one's on going to see it coming yeah. but us. That's yeah. it. But but that, you know that was another big play by Pollard. Um, so uh, Zeke almost broke one as well, uh, running left, and we cut it off into the hole. He tried to split them. And he got tripped up by the last man. So a lot of young guys that got some playing time finally came, you know, they, all of a sudden Golston's making plays. Look good. Um, and, and then Parsons and Armstrong was the man. Armstrong continued was the man. making their plays, but Armstrong played really well. And I just, now, I didn't see it, but I heard somebody say that uh, Demarcus Lawrence tweeted out soon. Like, and if you see him do his rehab work, I mean, he's, he looks ready. He's right around the corner. I mean, and I'm thinking since they get three weeks to practice before they have to make a decision off IR, yeah. I'm thinking he's about ready to start practicing. Now, I don't know if they do it this week or, you know, then the next game is a short week. Uh, but then he could practice for however many times they practice before the the Saints game, and then you would be ready the next week. You because obviously when they bring these guys back, the you know their mo is you practice one week, that's great. Then the next week you practice and play. Yes, and it's been a two week thing. So if you want to use that two week thing, you got to get them going pretty soon. And uh, Tyron Smith, the same thing. When when you see him do his rehab, he's moving really well, uh, so he may be ready too. So well, here, here's one thing I enjoyed was uh, it turned out just the way we talked about it. You loved having Parsons inside, right? I liked having him on the outside in certain situations, and that's just how they used him. And they did both. They did both. They had him inside, on run, but then when it was a clear pass, we were blowing him out. And we knew they weren't going to run the ball. Parsons had one of the best sacks uh, I've seen him make all year with the quick move inside. Uh, over the, uh, it was a 76. Uh, McGarry. Oh, he faked him out like it was a he just like took, it was basketball. He took a jab step to the left <laughs> and, and he boom, just went inside. inside. And it's like, oh, see you, dude. And that was almost a, it was a strip sack, but yeah, they ended up recovering. Right, but it, exactly. So that's huge. You bring them from anywhere on the field, and that's the key. And when the boys come back, then there's going to be more packages that we can deal with. How about this for timing? So. Um, I must have wrote the story on Parsons for the Star Game Day magazine like over a month Great ago. Great cover, by the way. Over Did a you see month the cover? Ago. Yeah, it's on That's the cover. That's pretty cool. And uh, for some reason, they, they held it out. Uh, I don't remember why. They didn't run it. But it ran Sunday, mm-hmm. right? 
And basically, my 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 lead was, oh, keep an eye out. Where's Micah Parsons? <laughs> and it's like, like, where's Waldo? It, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it turned out perfectly because is he going to be in the middle? That's right. Is he going to be a strong side linebacker? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe defensive end. And he probably did Stand a little. Stand up blitzing, each. whether he's a, a traditional linebacker in the middle or you yeah. put him on the end. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a. And, and and you know and and I think also. We got well. We'll go overtime, but we, we need to do this. Do. <laughs> Game ball goes to Dan Quinn. He had that defense ready That's to go, right? right? right. And, and you know, and, and he didn't want to talk overtime. about Atlanta. You know, he didn't want to say, "Oh, you know, this is revenge or whatever." And and I thought Michael Parsons. This this kid's twenty two years old, but he's so perceptive. When they asked him, that, you know, was was him was Quinn different? And he goes, "Well, you know, I." I haven't seen his face so red all the time during practice, <laughs> but it wasn't about it wasn't about because they were going to play Atlanta. It was because what happened against Denver. That's right. And he said Dan Quinn was like that because not because he's not coaching Atlanta, because he's coaching the Dallas Cowboys right. and he wanted the best for them. That's right. And he ends up getting the game ball. And if anybody hasn't seen the little celebration. Uh, from the locker room I have when not. he got it. It's on DallasCowboys.com, and all the guys just went crazy grabbing him and, and jumping on him. Hey, man, when you get let go, it was midseason, right? Five games in. Five, come on. If you get let go like that, everyone knows that you feel a little something. Yeah. It's okay for that. They know you feel it, too. The Falcons know that. So when they were taking that butt whooping, they know they deserved it. It was almost like, oh, this guy knows too much there about us. There you go. <laughs> okay. Then it seems like they just gave up. So good, good, good on uh, Dan Quinn. Now, again, as he spoke after the game, it's like this is a stepping stone in the right direction. Now we got to keep. So it he didn't going. sound like Fangio from last week. No, right? he didn't like. <laughs> he didn't act like he just split the right. atom. Right. Yeah. It's like okay, we got to. We're you know, back on track. And now yeah. you get tested by Kansas City. That's right. All right, we finished with Mick Shots here, Everson's Walls, Mickey Spagnola, Bill Jones with us for two-thirds of the show. And we mm-hmm. hope he gets back in time uh, to, to continue his work here. And we will continue with Mick Shots tomorrow, 1.30 on DallasCowboys.com. Go Cowboys! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!